0: Hello again, it's time for another edition of Spinning Singles. Uh, Sorry I'm a day late, just got tied up with things, so it's actually on Monday, and I know I usually do this on Sunday. We left off with um, the week of March 3rd, 1984, and that's the week I'm going to start with this week. And there were four songs that debuted in the top 40 that week. And The first one um, the highest debut that week, came in at 36. It's by a brand new artist at the time His name was Paul young and it was his first chart hit and it's called come back and stay on the Columbia label And it's from the album. No parles That's the name of it And it does have a picture sleeve and the picture sleeve just shows a picture of him singing on the front and a blue and yellow background on the back By the way, a lot of the promo sleeves back then had Demonstration Not For Sale printed on the back, and that's how you could tell it was a promo sleeve versus a regular stock sleeve. And Paul Young got to number 22 nationally with Come Back and Stay. Did get some airplay around here. It's probably a $4 to $5 record with the sleeve. And he went on to have several other hits after that, but that was his first one. Come Back and Stay by Paul Young next song was by the group queen and they hadn't had a hit in a while and this one came in at 38 and would go to 16 nationally it's called radio gaga interesting song for them and they had switched to capital from electra at this point and it was from their album the works and the picture sleeve just shows a picture of the group on the cover and just a black background on the back queen always has some value so this um This is probably not one of their very rare 45s or a hard one to find, so it's probably about a $5 to $6 record. Not one you hear on the radio a lot, kind of ironic, since it's called Radio Gaga, but it was kind of an interesting sound for them at the time, and uh, that's Queen and Radio Gaga. Next song to come in right behind it was an artist who had only had a couple hits uh, in the 70s, and it was the first time I had heard of this artist, and it was his only top 40 in the 80s. It's called Dwight Twilley. And he was known as the Dwight Twilley Band, but he dropped the band. And it's called Dwight Twilley, and it's from the album Jungle. And the name of the song is simply just called Girls. And it's on the EMI label. Came in at 39, would go to 16, just as high as Queen did. And it does have a picture sleeve. And the picture sleeve just shows his name and the, and the song and him leaning up against a lamppost in the middle of the city. And the thing about this record was Tom Petty played on this record. Uh, Did not know that for a while. And um, I don't know if you can really hear him singing, but he's definitely on it. And this is an upbeat song for Dwight Twilley. Did not get a ton of airplay. I heard it every once in a while. Um, And it's probably about a $3 to $4 record, not a valuable record at all. And that's Dwight Twilley with Girls. Next song to come in at number 40 actually debuted in the Hot 100 that week at number 40. So you knew it was going to be a big hit. It's by Culture Club called Miss Me Blind. And it was. It went to number five nationally, so it was a big hit for them. And um the picture sleeve shows another member of the group on the front, Not Boy George. And it looks like it's the bass player, uh, Mickey Craig. And it showed a picture of him on the cover of the picture sleeve. And, of course, Culture Club was on the Epic label, but Virgin as well. And – um Culture Club does have some value in this picture sleeve. I'd say 5 to $6. Not a hard picture sleeve to find, but it was such a big hit. Um, not a lot of value there with uh, Culture Club and Miss Me Blind. And the next song I'm going to talk about was one song that hit the Hot 100, and it was by the soul group Midnight Star. And I remember playing this a lot when I DJed. It's called No Parking on the Dance Floor, kind of self-explanatory, on the Solar label. Very funky dance record. Came in at 93 and would only go to 81 nationally on Billboard, but it was a kind of a cool song, and I remember hearing it on the radio as well as playing it a lot when I was DJing. Uh, Midnight Star does have a little bit of value. I'd say about a $5 record with that if it's in really good shape. And they did not issue a picture sleeve with this one. So that's No Parking on the Dance Floor by Midnight Star. And that brings us to the next week in March of 1984. And there were three songs to come in the top 40. And the first two songs I'm going to talk about both went to number one. And the first one to come in at number 34 was actually from a movie. And it's called Against All Odds, the same as the movie. And it's the same as the title of the song. And it's a ballad by Phil Collins. Came in at 34. would go to number one and spend three weeks there. And um, it does have a picture sleeve, and it, it's kind of a neat picture sleeve. It shows uh, the stars of the movie, Rachel Ward and Jeff Bridges on the beach, um, and uh, kind of a neat sleeve. I did never, I did not see the movie at all, so I couldn't tell you much about it, but it uh, was a huge song and a ballad, and you still hear it today because it was such a big hit, and not a lot of value there because it's probably about a $3 record because it was a number one song. And the next song to come in was also a number one song for Lionel Richie. Came in at 37, up from 50. It was really moving. And it simply just called Hello. And it's a ballad by him. And it would go to number one and spend two weeks up there at number one. And Lionel Richie was having a huge run at that point. And he was on Motown, of course, from his album Can't Slow Down. And again, a number one song is probably only worth about 3 or $4 in really good shape. And heard that a lot on the radio as well. And you still hear it from time to time today because it was such a big hit. And the last song I'm going to talk about was an interesting song. I'd never heard of this group when they charted. And it's a group called Wang Chung. And this song is called Don't Let Go. It came in at uh, 30, 40, I think. Yeah, it came in at 40. Would only make it to 38. So it was only on the top 40 for a couple weeks and the picture sleeve shows um, the group and a picture of a boat in the center of the picture and a picture of the group on the back. And it's called Don't Let Go. It was on the Geffen label. And um, I'd say the picture sleeve and the record's got some value because Wang Chung went on to have some really big 80s hits later on. But this was their first appearance in the top 40. And I'd say it's about a 5 to $6 record. And there is one song I want to talk about that hit the Hot 100 that week. And it's a song by Genesis, since we just talked about Phil Collins. Uh, He was still recording with Genesis, and this was um, a song called Illegal Alien, and it was off their album Genesis. And um, it came in at 88, would go to 44, so it just missed the top 40. And the album version actually is longer and better, I think, than the 45 version. And it does have a picture sleeve, and it shows Genesis on the cover. And um, the lyrics are on the back. And, of course, illegal aliens are very timely. It's a timely issue even now, as it was back in 1984. And um, not a lot of value with this, maybe 4 to $5 for Genesis and illegal alien. And that brings us to the next week of March of 1984, and it was dated the 17th on the Billboard Hot 100, and there were actually five songs to debut in the top 40. And the first one was by a British comedy artist, and she had never had a hit over here, and this was her only top 40 hit, and she went on to have her own TV show. Her name is Tracy Alman, and the song is called They Don't Know, and it's from the album You Broke My Heart in 17 Places. I love that title. And uh, this song was kind of a throwback to the 50s and 60s. And it's on the MCA label. And it did go to number eight nationally. So it was a pretty big hit for her. And like I said, it was her only top 40. So you could say she was a one-hit wonder on the top 40. She had one more on the Hot 100, and we'll talk about that later on. But this one was a good version. It's kind of a mid-tempo song. And that's Tracy Ullman with They Don't Know with the picture sleeve. It's probably worth about $7. It just shows her on the cover. Uh, using some eyeliner with her eyes. And the next song I'm going to talk about is really a fun song. It's by Weird Al Yankovic, and he was the king of parodies. And this was probably his biggest hit. And it came in at 36, and it would go to number 12. So it just missed the top 10. And I remember how funny this song was the first 10 or 20 times I heard it. And it was simply just called Eat It. And it was after, of course, Michael Jackson's Beat It. It had some hilarious lyrics to it. Like, get an egg and beat it. I just thought it was funny. But um, it was from his album, uh, Weird Al Yankovic. And uh, did have a picture sleeve. Shows him on the cover dressed as Michael Jackson, which is kind of funny. And uh, the song does not have a lot of value because it was such a big hit. But the picture sleeve is kind of cool. I'd say 4 to $5 for Weird Al Yankovic and Eat It. Next song to come in right behind it at number 37 was the uh, first time this song actually charted, and it was by UB40, and it's called Red, Red Wine, and you may think, oh, that was a huge hit. Well, it was several years later, but when it first charted, it came in at 37, would only go to 34, and that's as high as it got, and it was from their album Labor of Love on the A&M label, the orange label. It did not have a picture sleeve. Very reggae-sounding record. And uh, because this was the first release and not the number one release, it's got more value. I'd say it's 5 to $6 as a mint copy of UB40 and Red Red Wine. And it's one of those records that got released twice and was a lot bigger of a hit the second time around. And the next artist was very familiar at that point. Uh, Rick Springfield, we're talking about, came in at 39 and it was called Love Somebody, from the Hard to Hold soundtrack. And it came in 39, like I said, and would we'll go to number five. So it was a big, big hit. Very upbeat rock and song for Rick on the RCA label. And it did have a picture sleeve, shows him on the cover and on the back. One of my favorites by him, by the way. And it would be his last top 10 hit. Uh, he had more top 40s, but this was the last one he could get into the top 10. Refresh my voice a little bit. And the thing about Rick Springfield is. He's still around today. In fact, he's got a brand-new album coming out, I believe, in August or September. I've seen it on iTunes, but I have not heard any tracks off of it yet, so I couldn't tell you what he sounds like. But he was very big in the 80s, and that was Love Somebody with Rick Springfield. And the last song I'm going to talk about that hit uh, the top 40 that week of March 17th was by Cool and the Gang. And it's called uh, Tonight, that's all it's called, on their Delight record label, the ones that they're all on, and um, from their album In the Heart. And it would go to 13 nationally, so it was a pretty big hit for them. And not a lot of value with Cool in the Game, did not have a picture sleeve, got a lot of airplay, Uh, very danceable, upbeat song, Tonight. And that brings us to the fourth week in March, which is dated March twenty fourth, 1984, And there were four more songs to come in the top 40 that week. And the first one and the highest one that week, coming in at 35, was by the Alan Parsons Project. And it was called Don't Answer Me. And it does have a picture sleeve. shows this weird kind of machine on the front and kind of a weird picture on the back as well. And um, it was on the Arista label. It did get some airplay, and it made it to number 15 nationally. So it was a pretty decent hit kind of a mid-tempo kind of song from the album Ammonia Avenue. And um, interesting song. And um, it was their last top 20 hit so far. And that's Alan Parsons with Don't Answer Me. Probably about a $4 to $5 record. Not huge, a a lot of money there. Next song to come in was a follow-up to the number one owner of A Lonely Heart. It was by that group called Yes, and it's called Leave It off the same album. It came in at 37 and would go to 24, and that's as high as it got. Still on the ACO label, and um, not a lot of airplay for this. Like, I remember hearing it a couple times, not a whole bunch, to be honest with you. Um, the cappella version is actually on the B-side, which is kind of cool. But I'd say maybe 4 to $5 for Leave It by Yes, and that made it to number 24 nationally. So wasn't near as big as Owner of a Lonely Heart, but it still made the top 40. And the next song to come in at 39 was by The Cars. And they had been a while, went away a little while. And this is a very, very uh, well-known song by them called You Might Think. And it came in at 39, would go to seven nationally. So it was a top 10 off their album Heartbeat City, which is a great album, by the way. And the B-side to this was actually the title track, Heartbeat City. And I love the B-side so much it became a number one on my countdown as well. And you might think was a very big hit as well. Um, no picture sleeve with this one, but it was on the Electra Asylum label and has a neat-looking um, company sleeve with it. Probably 4 to $5 for the cars and you might think because it was such a big hit. And the last song, oh, I did say it did have a picture sleeve, the Cars. Shows a picture of the group on the front and a picture of the album on the back. And kind of a pink color for the picture sleeve. And the last song to come in that week uh, saved this guy from being a one-hit wonder. And I'm talking about uh, Matthew Wilder. And he had a big hit called Break My Stride earlier in the year. And this is called The Kids American. And it came in at 40, would only go to 33 nationally from the album. I don't speak the language, and it's um, On Private Eye is the label, kind of a grayish label, and not a huge hit for him. I barely heard it at all on the radio around here. It did get a little bit of airplay and not a lot of value, but it did save him from being a one-hit wonder. So he actually had two hits to make the top 40, and that's The Kids American by Matthew Wilder. And we got time to talk about a couple more songs here. So we're going to finish up the, uh, the month of March, and it was dated March 31st, 1984. And the highest debut that week was by John Mellencamp. He had dropped the Cougar at that point and was just simply known as John Mellencamp. Actually, on the label, take that back. Cougar's still on there. And um, the song is called The Authority Song. And you're thinking, gee, I don't know that song. And then, yes, you do, because they played it a lot. I fight authority, and authority always wins. What a great, great song by him from the Aha uh-huh album. And the picture sleeve shows him on the cover and a picture of all his albums on the back. And it's still on the Reva label. And um, great, great song by him. Picture Sleeve and Records, probably a 6 to $7 record. And it went to number 15. That seems to be a peak for a lot of songs we've been talking about this time. And that's John... Cougar, Mellencamp, The Authority song. And the last song I'm going to talk about this week was a song by the Go-Go's. Of course, one of my favorite girl groups. Coming in at 36, would go to 11 nationally. Just missed the top 10. And it's called Head Over Heels from their album Talk Show, which happened to be their third album on the IRS label. That was their label. And um, cool picture sleeve just shows the Go-Go's on the front. And a picture of all the ladies on the back, which is kind of cool. Belinda Carlisle, of course, being the the main singer for that group. And actually, she just put out a brand new EP last month. And the song on it is called Big, Big Love. It's actually a great, great song. If you haven't heard it, check it out. And it's Belinda Carlisle, Big, Big Love. But back then, she was with the Go-Go's and it's Head Over Heels. Probably about a $6 to $7 record with the picture sleeve for that. And that should do it for this edition of Spinning Singles. I'm Todd, and we'll pick up with April 1984 next week.